Episode 30. Three, there we go. Episode 30. Woo. 30, 30. That's off to Chris for... Uh, that was amazing. Yeah. That was super <laughs> dope. Man, yep. alive. Forcing. I did not know how that was going to go. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a Forcing backup character? <laughs> an encounter uh, with the Lantern King. Fuck. Risked his character to do yeah. it. Well, I think we were saying off air as we were checking out last episode, but like, what did that cost us? Like, Nerissa's like, you don't have no idea how much effort that cost. Like, is there going to be an instance in the future where they're not going to have our back? Like, yeah, the deuces, they're wondering when they're going to get us back. But on the the other hand, (laughs) which side of it? Maybe we took an instance where like what happened to deuce can no longer happen now. Right. So cuts both ways. No pun intended. Take me into Sirio's rationale for that move to review. You left the camp before dawn, began talking out loud, I think, assuming that they were listening to you, which, of course, I basically confirmed they are now. And you said, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not going to. Well, you tell me. I mean, I'm still kind of. Yeah. So kind of have an idea that. I don't know if they're always listening or if they can just kind of selectively tune in or if some some kind of emotional or dramatic thing, you know, says sends out an, an alert like on like a beep on a police scanner or something. Um, so every I don't know, every minute or so, I would just keep repeating the same line. The only way to win this game is to not play it. And I'm not going to play this game with you guys deciding my fate. So, yeah, and he's basically just going to walk, walk on a rust off and then back up to uh oh, where the fuck am i from stetson walk, walk up to rust off and then new new stets new stetson well, well and from my standpoint you know I, i've i think that at one point narissa told bash you know look syria is not going to take the throne unless we do this and that and that and help right and so she i guess in hindsight let slip that they have plans for syria and so when i'm when you're sitting there, like about to remove Serio from the game, basically, <laughs> I, they they blinked, and I went, "Well, wait a minute. What would they do?" And what they would do was intervene, and you forced their hand, which I well, I guess had not we know, anticipated. I guess we know who's going to front line against the Stag Lord now. <laughs> Yeah. Sirius <laughs> got plot armor. Let's do it. Plot armor. <laughs> she's in front of you now. And she's as uh, Bashk and Mitch described. I mean, she's gorgeous. You know, there's something very foreign about her from a like a humanity perspective. You know, she doesn't look of this world. The scale of her is off as well. She looks larger than she should be. You know, she's like... She's like seven and a half feet tall standing over you as you're sitting on the ground. She's just, she's just, again, she doesn't look, she looks alien, you know, on this plane. And she says to you, you forced our hand. We need each other. Why would you do this? Why, why do you need me? Why me? That's really the, the question. We see potential in you to create civilization where there is none and she kind of thinks for a moment how to say it she's just very confused why don't you want our help i'm just wondering why you're so concerned with establishing civilization here um when you're from the first world are you saying that what happens here can cross over into your plane of existence the things you do here can affect our plane but it's not that it's my it's him. It's the, it's the Lantern King. He collects. He admires. And he wishes to assist. But if you wish to take your chances on your own, we can stop our efforts. But we cannot let you just die. Well, I had to do something to test whether you're real or not. And that was about as dramatic of a <laughs> test as I could come up with. As far as you saying the Lantern King likes to collect things, are you saying that I may become part of his collection? He admires his creations from afar. Interesting. So not really like a collection in a treasure box, just uh, something he he has influence over. Hmm. 
So the, the, the help that you do give us, I've noticed in the past that it can have some kind of recoil effects um, <laughs> that aren't always good. Yes. Will that continue to happen? Neither you nor I can tell the Lantern King what to do. He may continue his games in that regard. But if you don't want us to oh, meddle so much, we would be open to that in exchange for you staying the course that you're on. What are the consequences of us deviating from that course? Your lives will go on as normal, I suppose. But if you seek to civilize these lands and attain power, you may do so if you, if that's what you want. Well, I hate to step outside and kind of metagame this, but this this seems like it involves kind of all all of us as players. Um, what do you guys think? Do we still want to have these first world entities influencing the outcome of stuff? I. It's hard to tell. Like I don't know. It's like it's that whole question of fate. Like they took Deuce out of the picture for a reason. Like what happens if Deuce stays in? Like would have nasty, if horrible things could have happened. Like the they they maybe have a better idea of what the future looks like than we do. You know, I, I don't know. Like as, as a player, I'm like, I kind of want to see what happens if they stay involved, but Mitch for sure would be like, get them the fuck out of our life. So, I mean, if Mitch were here yeah. giving advice, he'd be like, yeah, they can piss off. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, and, uh, you know, you have to wonder, and, and I, I think Bash would want this too. What, ha- what happens if, if the Lantern King, fancies someone else that's at odds with what we're doing mm. if, if he finds something new and shiny now that we have to interact with that he takes their side right so yeah it's quite quite a quite a pickle we find ourselves in yep and as as a player i kind of want to see what you know what else they can influence um mm. but serio the character is all about collecting allies so any any help um from any source he's open to and we can maybe role play this later but like is Sir, is this something Sirio is going to tell the rest of us about like this little meeting like or like, is Sirio this like probably between has to Sirio make this and, decision right now right well no no I, I know that but like after he made the decision like will he fill the rest of us in oh uh, yeah I mean that's up to him like we're, we're gearing up for the fight and he's like hey by the way guys yeah, I just, um, <laughs> that Leonard, that Leonard King guy. Me and him had a chat last night. That silver dagger in the sack. Uh, can I? Can I get that? I, I lost mine somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Mike. What would what Bill, would you Bill, do? What do you, what do you think? With like, the knowledge you have, what would Dry like? How does he feel about the entities? I know you. I don't. I your mean, character I, hasn't like personally experienced any of their shenanigans yeah, like yet. I just. I'm just going off what you know, Mitchell and Basket talked about, and. Dry doesn't really have a deity, so he's not really into all the, all of that. Like it's it's like one of those things he doesn't really pay attention to. So, like when you guys start talking about like there's other things involved, it's like he doesn't really zone out, but he doesn't really feel like it's that important to him. So he's like, his feeling is one way or the other. It doesn't matter to him. He doesn't think that because he doesn't really believe in them that they can't really control his fate. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sertova, consider this. She says to you, I understand it's jarring when we move you and your companions around jarring just a little bit i mean my <laughs> jarring half half of my buddies disappeared for two weeks from a like, customer service perspective that's <laughs> our bad <laughs> they move they move the deuce right off the board you stay the course we'll commit to not using those measures in the future I'd say that's a good compromise. However, you'll still be watching? Yes. There's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> we'll give you privacy while you poop. <laughs> As we always have. If if there does come a time where we need assistance, is there a way we can ask? Speak. Just Just speak. All right, I will uh, relay this to our two other party members. At this point, she's fading, like time is growing short. And she says a final gift before I go. And as she fades off this plane, left sitting there is a tiny, adorable, teacup-sized, fey-touched fox kit that's like eyes barely open on the ground. 
kind of bluish and reddish at the same time, almost kind of this pearlescent bluish-reddish skin. Fur, I mean. And it's just sort of lying there, like, moving its little paws back and forth, like, being, like, so cute. And then it yawns, and this little, this little squeak comes as it yawns, and its little whiskers are huge. And it's lying there in the grass all alone. So it's it's way too cute is what you're saying. It's the cutest thing I've ever imagined in my life. And, uh, <laughs> what? To I, myself. I think uh, I think I found myself a familiar there. I knew I knew there was a reason I took that feat at first level. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of having to hunt around the forest for one, uh, the, this nymph has provided a, uh, a familiar. So that's a hawk swoops down and snatches it. <laughs> snatches <laughs> and flies away. <laughs> Huh. All right. And then I guess she's like fading, fading out of our existence. You have, you have moments left where she's here if there's anything else. But otherwise, she's wow, almost gone. I, I mean, I, I don't have much else to say. So I'll just uh, just kind of watch her fade away. It's silent around you. Dark. You can see the beginnings of uh, daybreak. Um, I guess how far away from uh, Oleg's did I make it to the east before... I thought you said like a quarter mile was what you were watching. Sure. That okay. sounds fine to me. You all know I don't know anything about distances. <laughs> so. That's valid. Sure. Quarter mile. 400 meters. Yeah, I'll, I'll scoop help? up uh, the fox kit and I guess start. Ah, I'm not very athletic. Um, I guess I'll trot slash jog <laughs> back to the training post as uh, quick as I can I can go. Jathel is fucking Jathel. out front, <laughs> just leaning against the gate well she got one of valerie's cigarellos or something <laughs> it's kind of you know early morning smoke yeah she's eating a bowl of oatmeal and uh she just watches you come and go just nods and smiles at you hmm. but doesn't say a thing at least he's walking this time she's like that dude you avoid at the water cooler like who's just always <laughs> there i don't have a water cooler at work but she's observant this this jathel very observant she just needs yeah. a friend yeah, I, I mean, I guess I just nod to her in return. Um, I'm definitely not, not going to say uh, what I just experienced. She just shrugs. She says, I work for you, Sertova. Do what you need to do. Just let me know if you need anything as you walk by. That's what she says. <laughs> nice. Nice. I don't know what to do with that info. <laughs> I like Jathel. You can have her kill Bob, Rob, and Todd. Yeah. That raises another thing, like... I don't know if we we need to have a trial for those guys or, or or what, but I think the more pressing matter is is Stag Lord. I mean, yeah, I'm we're sure all they're they're still going to be outfits. there when we get back. Like Chris did that whole, or Surya did that whole thing dressed as a bandit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> there you that go. takes away the visuals a little bit, <laughs> but it's true. I know. <laughs> I feel like you just have your costumes all built at, out and ready uh, to go. You know, like you're. You know what you're going to wear. You know, you've all tried your stuff on in the green room. You all look good. You know, he's got a goofy red mask on. You Capri return. Pants. Torn Capri you return to camp. Uh, Keston has found a new mirror and is like looking at his face, his poor face. <laughs> and Svetlana, I mean, she's just, she's beside herself. She's, there's no light. There's no joy in her eyes. She's just totally gray to the world. It's awful. When Sarah, when you got back, did you wake, start waking us all up? No, I'm just kind of hanging out in the middle area with those picnic tables. Definitely not hanging out with uh, Jathel, that's for sure. Um, Why not? I would hang out with Jathel. Just kind of sitting there, kind of contemplating and thinking about all, all that just happened this morning. Because I don't know what kind of alarm clock we have or what kind of waking system, but Dry wants to get up at like 3.30 and get uh, on the road. Yeah, Knock Knock's got two soup pots, and he starts walking through the boarding house, smashing them together. Get up, friends! Get up! Get up! Get up! Get so up, as as we're getting ready, um, Bash pulls Mitchell aside, and he's he's in human form, right? And he he yeah. kind of he kind of lifts, and he he he's like, "What are these? Are these do anything?" <laughs> and he's he's got nipples for the first time, oh. and he doesn't oh, he doesn't understand what they're for. You can milk yourself. <laughs> 
<laughs> we can cut that. I just thought it would be funny. I love it. That is rebels for the first time and does is like well, these are useless and that's yeah, gonna they be are. the tagline of the episode. <laughs> nipples for the first time. <laughs> They're vestigial bash. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. You guys are up and around. You know, Serio, um love love him or hate him. Serio's a damn good liar. And yeah. probably isn't letting on unless he wants to. That he himself has had a little uh, side interaction with your observers. So who we, we're bringing Valerie with us? So Jathol mm-hmm. and the rest of the clan are staying here. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I guess yeah. I don't know if we should instruct them to to go well, out was, and search for. I was going to instruct Amiri them to, to protect and, the outpost at all costs. Yeah, like if the Stag Lord. If like any, it doesn't yeah. matter if Stag Lord's people or anybody else has come in, like protected at all costs. So you guys are getting suited up and ready to go and everything. Left yep. everyone there. Knock, knock. Uh, you have to explain carefully to him that he's not going to be co-piloting <laughs> this round. Right. And knock, <laughs> knock pulls uh, Mitchell aside as he's begrudgingly getting off of the trolley. To also and ask says, about nipples. <laughs> yeah. Oh, knock, knock. will talk to you about nipples <laughs> all day. He's like, probably pierced. I like we all, pull, we all pull Mitchell aside for things. This is fun. Yeah. Mitchell have, is just like, oh, my he's God, our, he's guys. He's our confidant. And uh, he says to you, Mitchell, he says, Mitchell. Mitch, friend. What's up, knock, Lamash, too. Lamash, too, sees you and will protect you. If you, if you let her, she sees you. And he smacks you on the ass. Now go get him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not the strangest thing Knock Knock has done since we've known it's him. Not. Oh, that Knock Knock. Um, what are you doing with Dundee? Hood ornament. Oh, yeah. Um, Why can't he just ride in the trolley? I guess do you have to do something with him? Because if you're a druid, it's not a big deal. Yeah, he can stay in there the pocket dimension for eight hours. So you're, you're going to bring the croc with you? Yeah, I'm bringing Dundee, and then he may he may stay okay. in the trial. You know, I, I don't know that the stag lord would be upset that one There's of these druid. bandits has an animal companion. That's probably right. not yeah. that out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like druids don't exist in the stag worlds. Stag worlds are human world. druids. They're good. Yeah, I mean, rangers you, um, have animals, like all sorts of yeah. stuff. So, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're right. It's not going to blow your cover. Can I disguise Hoot as a bat? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> sure. It's a world of magic. You can do what you want to do. <laughs> you load up and pressing hard, cut, cut a couple days of travel off your time. You have an uneventful but nervous trip. Uh, you know that the fort exists on the northern bank of this uh, lake that is fed by the Shrike River. You begin to um, see this um, this walled structure on the horizon. It's not really as large as you thought it would be. Let me show you a little bit of art here. I'm bringing you to a map. And if you guys go to the upper right-hand corner of the map, you can see uh, that this structure uh, houses about three or four buildings. The wall, there's this palisade, this, this uh, wall, spiked wall that surrounds the circumference of these buildings. And the wall is set pretty close to the walls of these buildings. There's not a lot of room to walk around in here, you think. And there are spikes and intimidating uh, uh, carvings and things that hang off of all of these walls. And this fortress looks well defended. Uh, you know, you're about a half mile away at this point, you know, up on a hill looking down on this. You can see there's a pretty obvious path to get there, um, or you could try to approach, I suppose, from a more concealed angle. But uh, given that you're all dressed as uh, Staglord bandits, convincingly so, uh, I don't know that that uh, makes a lot of difference one way or another what you want to do. Probably just approach directly. Confidence is key. Act like we belong here. Yep. And I think Mitch is thinking, thank God we didn't go for a direct attack. <laughs> It is, yeah, looks well defended. So talk to me a little bit about your goals. I mean, you want to infiltrate, you know, you want to deliver the booze. And then once you're in there, are you just going to kind of get the lay of the land a little bit and decide how best to approach this problem? Um, I guess before we get into that, how many days did it take us to get here? Keeping track on uh, the calendar. Um, given that you, I was letting you do two... I mean, you guys are pushing hard. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five hexes. But if you're doing two a day, one, two, three, four. I'd say on day three, you're there. 
since you're pushing it and driving to exhaustion, you know, 16 hour travel days, right? Mm-hmm. You woke up on the third day, rested, have, and you made the final hex to the stag lords. Fort. Have we been sighted? I guess when we come into like, can I'm assuming that we're a fairly large. I guess do we see the encampment before they see us? Probably you've seen the encampment before they've seen you. Okay, so drive maybe was scouting ahead, stopped us when he saw it, and we rested there for the last time. Or sure, okay. Now, so we're, we're geared up, ready to go. We're just gonna have to walk into the front gate, right? But what are we doing when we get in there? Well, we can't see inside till we get there, so I have no idea. Like I don't, we don't, we don't know where the stag lord's at. We don't know who he's with. We don't, we don't know the layout of the inside. So we're just gonna have to walk in there and then kind of play it by ear as we go. Like, are we kind of banking on a, like, if we cut this guy down, the rest, Quickly. everyone will fall, like, and just give up? Like, so cut off the head of the snake kind of deal? Or is this kind of a clear the camp kind of situation? Oh, I, I think mean, it, I, it may turn into a clear the camp situation. Okay. Um, now, I have an idea that could expedite us getting through the camp. The walls are flammable, setting on fire? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but no. <laughs> Uh, that's actually a really good. Where's Jathel? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Mitch would have no problem burning it down. Like he could do it with his. Yeah. Um, one of us takes off their costume and gets bound, and the other ones demand to see the stag lord because they have they've captured the people sent to tame his lands. Ooh. And that'll get you. That'll get us into his proximity. Yeah. Very quickly. <sighs> uh, yeah, my thought and was it would have to, it would have to be Mitchell or me. Because yeah, I can stay in my leather, leather armor and you guys take my weapons. Or Mitchell can just fucking do his Iron Man up armor thing right away if we get into combat. And we'll just have to protect him while it comes up. So the problem with that is when my armor's off, I have to carry it in two hands. Do you have to carry it or can we just like put it... Can I carry it and then just set yeah. it on the floor next to you when yeah, we that bring would work. you into the room and then just set it down like it's a pack... Like we, it's your shit. Be like, oh... Right. And like the metagame, that would be an action to walk over to an action to pick it up and then an action to put it on. So it'd be a full turn. It'd be a full turn, but you could like, you could, I could set it on the floor behind us so you could run to it so you're, we're in front of you while you're getting armed and hope that the stag lord misses all of us during the first round of combat. I mean, I'm game for that. Yeah. That's, I was, I was thinking some type of we're here to pay tribute, right? We need to see the stag lord type deal. And it, it, it could be a prisoner. Like, we could have skipped the ritual that could have been Bashk, right? Because he doesn't need a weapon. Um, yeah. So him so going hands-free yeah. is not bad, but... I don't like the prisoner idea because of what happened our last time we did the whole prisoner fake-out. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't go so well. Like, well I mean, that's going right. to happen with anything. It, it's all well, no, I mean, but at least all the way in. Well, right, but it's not going to be, like, two guards come up and take the prisoner from you. Yeah, so no, I think we're here to pay tribute, and okay. we need to talk to the stag lord, and... Uh, that tribute could be a prisoner. Like I'm not opposed to that. I mean, um, or you know, well, we do have we do have a cart full of beer, right? The booze. Yeah. Um, so I guess before we approach, did we get some kind of poison or something? I can't. We have can't quite remember. We had arsenic. Yeah, we had arsenic. I mean, I mean, we could we could poison the beer, do a toast with him. Remember that takes like tw- I think it's only good for like 12 hours or something. So if we poison it like right when we start to march in, yeah, um, yeah, but like yeah, we so could, I, there's no guarantee could, that he'll tap it though because I'm no. sure he has drinks there. But it should get us in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to that to that end, Mitch will describe what he's carrying. Like there's a basket of gold. Like put some coins on top of it, which is actually his armor in his hand. And so yeah. he can just like dump the shit off of it, Iron Man up. So we're just gonna walk into this dude's throne room and. Well, Brad's we're going to walk into the front gate, and hopefully they'll, they'll bring us to the throne room. Brad's yeah, gonna either, yeah, either that Optimus or there's Prime. some kind of uh, cache where they keep all the all the you know all the loot. Yeah, because they could they could take us to like a treasure room, and then we drop make us drop everything, and then Mitch is going to be standing there with his dick in his hand. <laughs> and then at least kind of while we're going through, we'll be able to kind of see some of the lay of the land, and maybe get a count of you know how many bandits are in here, and if is it if like there is an opportunity, do maybe be able to pick They're some of them ask off. Us- they're going to ask us questions. They're not going to just let us through and be like, "Oh, you're here to see a stag lord? Cool, come on in." So, who who's gonna who's gonna run all this? I mean, is Sirio going to do all the talking? I don't have any deception skills yeah, at all. Right, that's what I'm saying. Is is Sirio yeah. going to do all the talking here? I think yeah, Sirio I'll, uh, yeah, I'll I'll talk to the guards. Okay, all right, let's fucking just yolo it up in there, boys. Let's do it. Walk up to the front gate. Okay, let's. We so have since, a, we had a pass since code, who right? can f- since who can fly? Can he re- can who relay? No. detailed information to you or there's no, no like uh, he's not a drone see see through 
No, I don't have see-through any animal companion. Okay, I don't have any of that yet. So you're um, you're costumed up. Mm-hmm. You have disguised the steam trolley as a regular cart. It's being pulled by horses right now. You have concealed your gear and equipment, namely the um, the the armor. I, I assume maybe Bashk has switched over to just some nope. standard leather armor, or are you I think wearing he's, the Uruxi bones? I think he's got a he's got kind of a cloak, but he's still wearing the Uruxi bones because oh, if I that see. if it's that comes concealed up, under right. It, well, if if it comes up, yeah, these are from. These are from Dead Aruxy that I ran into, which is not totally a lie. Oh, my God. They're going right? to love you. Yeah. They're going to love you. Um, fine. You have the booze in your trolley. Yeah. And you ride up the path toward the fort, and you reach the gate of the fort. Things are dead silent. No one has reacted to you, and you don't really sense or hear any movement behind the walls or, or anything. You disembark. You're standing there now in front of this this large door. I've got you kind of on the map here. I don't know if you can see this down toward kind of the southern part of the map. Yeah. Are there supposed to be two buildings or do I just need to refresh? There are two buildings. What This map two. has two floors. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So I've got you on the floor one map down gotcha. here in the south. What do you do? I'm going to take the pommel of my sword and beat on that gate. Like cop knock? Yep. <laughs> okay. Speak the passphrase. Oh, fuck. That's right. The passphrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, what, the one that we learned that none of the players right. can remember yeah, right the now. The players can't remember it, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, yeah. our tunes remember it, though, right? <laughs> the one thing we probably should have written down. <laughs> right. I'm looking through my notes, and I'm like, did I write it down? <laughs> the fucking passphrase. What? That was like episode 11. That's over. <laughs> Shit, Mike's gonna make us fucking okay. remember it. Hold, hold, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely it. actually this should just Biff, be left Buff, in. Flag of Jiminy Craig. Nope, those are Cabal's. Um, my, my notes. Uh, was give me frog, a hint. Was it Frog Fucker? No, that was <laughs> that was one of the Cabal's. That's what episode right. was it? I can go back and listen real quick. <laughs> One very important piece of information. We have frog fucker written down, but not the password. <laughs> yeah. You wrote down frog fucker, but you didn't write down the passphrase to enter the steam or the f- fucking static lord fort. By the bloody bones of St. Gilmorg. Who wants to know? Do we all have to say it? Like, together? No, I don't think we're trying to say one. it. Yeah. Is that what, did Bash just say that? Bash oh, said I, it. I could, yeah, Bash said it. That's, yeah. Ah, brother. Good to see you. And this chain, uh, and this sort of rudimentary uh, wheel and gear set begins to, to move. And you uh, have, uh, you are granted uh, access <laughs> to the Stack Lord's <laughs> Fort. The door begins to open. All that planning, and they're just like, yeah, come on in. I was wrong. <laughs> and uh, let me reveal some uh, some stuff to you. You have uh, spoken the passphrase. Was it an older code, but it checked out? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you see a couple of things. Uh, There is a bandit manning the gate. He's in front of you. He's kind of smiling at you broadly. He says, welcome in. Welcome in, brothers. Come on in. There's a couple horses that are tied up against the building over here. And you can see that the fort seems to kind of exist on two floors. You see that there is a large stone building, a single stone building that uh, fills most of the floor space of this enclosed fort area. And you can walk in into this building and look around. And then there's a bunch of walkways and guard towers and things like that. Uh, that you can also uh, get up on and walk around. And it looks like there's this crumbling stone building that we've talked about. There's like a roof to it that you could walk around on top of as well. And uh, this bandit looks at you expectantly and says, well, what have you brought today, boys? We bring, we bring libations. Tribute to the stag lord. Uh, yes, libations and also gold and weapons and armor. Our cart is full. Oh, good. And then wonderful. Start unloading your stuff over here. Hey, 
Hey guys. Hey everyone here. Come on. Let's help help unload. So so this the beer ale or whatever the stuff is, is it uh is it like kegs or bottles or I can't remember in what it form is it is. A, um, it is a wooden uh, box about the size of an, an egg, egg carton box. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, And it, it has like 10 bottles of this spirit in it. And you have, as I understand it, you have laced all 10 bottles with arsenic, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. The bottles kind of clank together as they're being unloaded by a couple of these bandits that have come around the corner. And like clockwork more more bandits sort of come and you can see that they're all relieved they're like oh thank goodness he's he's run out you know look he'll be here in a second and he is as large as you uh thought uh, he is as large as was described and the fucking stag lord himself oh my god emerges from the stone building he's walk. he takes these big strides he looks like the big show wrestler but <laughs> if he lost like 100 pounds like he's huge but like he's just ripped I got some art for you for this guy but don't try to interact with him yet because basically he walks out he grabs the crate of bottles he turns and he walks back into the building. I can't shoot him during that time. Let him drink first, dude. Yeah, let him drink. Oh, it's no fun. Yeah, I was I was about to pass pass a bottle around to the uh, the other guards, know, these bandits A, <laughs> B, C, D, E, you know, and so on. But right. the Stagler, he just waltzes out, grabs it, and goes he back in his house. Out, he grabs <laughs> it moly. and he walks back oh, in. My fucking god! Here's the art. Holy oh, shit. Guy, I'm slightly I'm, terrified of this guy. Look at him. I'm He's so got excited scars. So I want to wear that. I want to wear that headpiece. <laughs> uh, dry. That looks like a new bow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Taking wow. This guy's I'm taking his cape. I'm taking his belt. So did he go back into a building? He just walks back south, back into the stone building, and just off he goes. I think we should just walk behind him. Hot, hot on his tail. Just follow him right the fuck in. Okay. Yep. So you can following I, him. I think if Bash wouldn't have been so taken aback of this this elusive figure that he's essentially consumed his his mind. Yeah. Right through his entire. I think he he was just so shocked he couldn't do anything. But um, yeah, I, I think he is hot on his heels. It's like seeing a celebrity. Yeah. Like for the, in real like for the first time like in real life. That's not. That I mean, impressive. think you think think about if your if your parents had been murdered. And you're just walking through the mall, and that person walks by you. Like, I think you would just be in shock. Tries tapping Mitchell on the shoulder, like, why didn't why didn't we do anything? Why are we just standing here? Well, go, let's go. Come on, follow let's him. Let's go. Yeah, I'm still carrying my quote unquote box of gold. Hey, grab your crocodile. <laughs> oh yeah, come on, Dundee. So, you walk into this building, okay? And the stag lord is just striding. He's just walking, 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 right? fast and you see um other bandits okay a couple of these guys here we've got bandits <laughs> a b c and d and like and then there's this sort of like roguish looking dude like covered in tattoos sort of sitting at one of these tables and then as the stag lord walks deeper into this uh room over here uh you watch and you see that there's also another sort of person uh, deeper into one of these rooms as well. Kind of almost an armored... And by the way, Bash is carrying a clipboard because he know, knows no one will question him carrying a clipboard. That's right. right. Just gotta have a metal <laughs> and a, clipboard and, and walk exactly. with intent. And a hard hat. Dude, I've, I've done that. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> when that, when Nashville <laughs> during during a remodel at a bank, I just started walking around with a clipboard. It was hilarious. <laughs> when Nashville flooded back in 2010, me and a buddy of mine had metal clipboards and the the stupid reflective vest and and we were just walking in and out of flooded buildings on second avenue and nobody said a word to us absolutely so you see all of these bandits sort of peppered around this room this long internal room that the stag lord's walking through and uh the stag lord kind of reaches the end of this tunnel turns to his right and continues on uh this way here uh into some unseen chamber and you see all of these guards around you, and and um, you guys are Valerie. Kind of 
uh, kind of goes and she kind of motions up and you can see that there are like three or four guard towers as well. And all of those are manned with bandits as well. Holy shit. And the ban and, and the stag Lord just walks the bottles in and turns the corner and is nearly out of sight. What do you do? Guard towers are probably archers. Yeah. Probably if we're, we're yeah. going to fucking fight them, we need to get inside yeah, I, all of this so we're not getting pegged by archers. I mean, at this point, I, I just keep following with the purpose. Yeah, just keep walking. You guys going to okay. get in here with me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys follow. You begin following Staglord. And as you do that, these two lieutenants sort of stand shoulder to shoulder. Uh, and they block your path moving forward. And as the Staglord rounds the corner, he rounds out of sight. You guys are now sort of standing in front of these two bandit lieutenants. And they're like, oh, wait a second. Hang on. And the other one's like, yes, hang back a second. We're happy you're here. We're glad uh, that you uh, seem to know the protocols and you brought in the, the alcohol. And that's, that's very good. But the Staglord isn't in any position to see anybody right now. You need to stand clear. Uh, make yourselves at home. You've got the run of the place, but uh, his lord needs to imbibe now. He might be a bit more agreeable later today. This is the the man in chainmail with this like gray beard talking to you. He seems well spoken. The tatted up guy, uh, who looks pretty mean, is sort of standing next to him, and he's just rolling his eyes at the chain armored dude as he's giving this and. And the, the tatted up guy was like, I was about to say that to them. Shut up. And the other guy's like, well, just the protocols. We need to follow the protocols. And then you hear this like, uh, and uh, Valerie is wide-eyed looking into this cage that's also uh, in this room. And inside the cage, you look over and you see that there is an owl bear that they oh have concealed uh, in this, uh, not concealed, that they have trapped in this cage, and the owl bear begins throwing itself up against the bars. Um, uh, as all of you people are now like in this room here together. <laughs> what? Awesome. <laughs> What's in this room over here? What's this right here? Can we get in this room over here? Yeah, you you turn to kind of begin looking around, and um, the lieutenant stop you guys. Hey, come back over here. I haven't seen you guys before. What? Uh, what camp are you from? Camp your um, mama. <laughs> so Mitch is going to look at Sirio and be like, hey, Sirio, can I talk to these guys alone for a minute? Oh, sure thing, man. Uh, so, yeah, Sirio will kind of take a step back, uh, mainly avoiding the bars where this owl bear is. <laughs> um, to, I guess there's a couple bandits around a table. I don't I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, um, bandit, they're like playing cards and eating cherry pie. Oh, cherry nice pie. Sirio likes pie. cherry pie. So yeah, yeah, he'll uh, he'll pull up a chair. Okay, um, yeah, and they're all kind of milling around in this room together. Are we are we ready to rumble here? I mean, fuck, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna. Do, I'm gonna let that owl bear out of the cage. <laughs> I mean, part of it was I was gonna since the the two lieutenants seemed like they were like arguing, or maybe right. there's some kind of a uh, power struggle, like which one's second in command, right? Um, yeah. Um, Roll a perception check to see if you can figure that out. Do, do, do. I don't perceive. <laughs> I do not perceive. I do not perceive. 20 for Mitch for perception, if that's who you are. Mitch, um, it looks to you like the, the well-spoken man in chain mail mm -hmm. uh, has some authority over tattoos guy. As you guys are, are interacting, a third uh, kind of unique-looking person walks in. And he's like, hey, you guys. And he... Uh, comes around the back and he's like, I see booze arrived, Staglord booze arrived. And the lieutenant, tatted up lieutenant's like, shut up, Ox. We got this. And the guy who refers to as Ox is just like, oh, shucks, guys, come on. Hopefully you think Staglord's going to share this time. And uh, Tattoos is like, he ain't sharing. He never shares. Shut up. Get out of here. Go do your chores. And uh, the bearded chainmail guy is like, don't be... So brash. Don't be so rude. He's just asking. You gonna let him talk to you like that? Yeah. I guess we run things in our camp a little different. Um, and Tat looks at you guys again. Yeah, where was that again? Uh, <laughs> up by the river. The first bandit camp that we ran through. Oh, the Thorn River Bandit Camp. Thorn yeah. River Bandit Camp. Thorn River. 
Uh, you guys went dark a while ago, didn't you? We thought you'd abandoned uh, Oleg's trade post. Well, Good a couple you guys showed up. A couple little shits ran off with the liquor. We had to hunt them down. We're back here with it now. Well, that's good. Well, why am I, I talking you to know. you? So I'm, I, I was meant talking to the Tatchy. Why am I talking to you? You're clearly not in charge, and I'll start talking to Bearded Dude. Oh, instead. Tats gets mad at that, right? And uh, but Bearded, the, the Bearded Man in Chainmail is like, oh, very good, good, good work. As you might be aware, the Lord himself paid a personal visit to Oleg's. Um, if you guys had been a little faster, maybe that would have been avoided. But he thought all was lost and. Your camp had been destroyed. Seems you had it under control all along. Very good. And he um, he he pulls out a satchel and he pulls out forty gold pieces and he gives it to you, Mitch. I, I can't. I can't take my hands are full. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it on top of the rest of the coins that I was going to give him. I guess. Yeah, he sort of awkwardly sets it on top of the coins, <laughs> on top of your uh, box hidden, that you're holding in case of armor. Yeah, I'm going to call Mitchell back to me over here. You're like, hey, Pardon? Mitchell, or hey, Bandit number two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Mitchell, I mean. <laughs> uh, bandit Pardon two. me, good sirs. Uh, so the, the, the owlbear stops throwing itself against the, the bars, and some of these bandits begin kind of milling around a little bit. But they go back how, to their card game. How, how secure are these bars, and what are they secured with? Uh, they're uh, roll a perception check. Oh, wait, can't go off the desk. Oh, it's a natural 18 plus 8, so 26. You think that the bars can probably be released from somewhere up top. From, like, what do you mean up top? Up top of the like cage the, or like up th- upstairs? One of the, yeah, like upstairs. Like, there's, um, there's like a, <laughs> you see those walkways up there. You think that if you got up there and the, you, there's some probably what some walkways? sort of release. It looks like it's some sort of security measure. Like, somebody up there is trained to release this owlbear downstairs if things get weird. Oh, fuck. Well, I want to release it. I just don't want us to be in the room when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Can Mitch um, do, like, a crafting check on it to see if there's any way to jam it shut? I'd want to open it. Or uh, to open it, yeah. I guess. Yeah, can I do? Like, roll to a, manipulate yeah. it. Roll a crafting check to see if you can determine either way. Fuck. 14. I mean, it would take time. You yeah. think you could work it open? You could work the mechanism open if you had, like some un- uninterrupted minutes here mm-hmm. but as far as like jamming it shut again it would just be an obvious thing you don't see a way to do it with any kind of finesse okay so Bashk kind of elbows Sirio and kind of shoots his eyes over it to say his name was Ox Ox and he's he's trying to indicate like maybe we can trick this guy into helping us there's a back like what's what's the chores that he do? Does does he clean the stag lord's room? Like, is is there a way we can social engineer this guy oh. into like a secret way or yeah. a back stairway or yeah? You, you know guys I mean? follow Ox out as he's kind of grumbling about his chores, and you guys are kind of here to the north now. You leave the building, you know. I don't know if you all go with him or not. Valerie kind of heads out after him, and I'm gonna go look so in this room over here. By the way, oh. Okay, would you? So you you go into the next room alone, and um, where the rest of the owlbears are. <laughs> like, That's a good idea. Put me in there by myself. What could go wrong? So you go into this next room alone, and um, Stagnard's in there pooping. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna shoot him on the shutter. <laughs> and it looks like there oh. is uh, the room is broken down, full of debris. And that there is a stairway that leads up inside of one of the guard towers. Hmm. <laughs> and meanwhile, the other ones are talking to Ox, uh, kind of up near the gate itself. And Ox is like, "I got to do all kinds of, I got to do all kinds of chores. I got to feed these prisoners that we have. I gotta, I gotta go bring stuff down to the cellar. Uh, some of these supplies y'all brought. Uh, hang out together. Can you guys help me? Hell yeah, dude." Yeah, we can totally yeah. help you. How many how many prisoners uh, do you have to look after? I got three of them up there, I think. Uh, so one of them's not doing so well. Staglord shot him through. I think he's not going to make it today. Uh, I mean, too bad for him, but uh, if we keep him alive, do you think we could sell him? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, we've got uh, someone that could help him out, kind of keep him a little bit fresh. I mean, if they expire after we get paid, who, who really cares? But um, Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, no, that makes sense to me. Hey, uh, uh, hey, do you guys want to play the Stag Lord Camp Influence mini games? Is that what you guys are telling me? <laughs> There's a mini game. There's a mini Fuck game. Yeah. Oh Fuck god, yeah. there is. Fuck yeah, let's do it. We're here. We'll be kingmaker without uh, new rule sets for all kinds yeah, of stuff. Fuck it. That's right. Every time we do yeah, something. So there's a bunch of um, there's a bunch of little mini things you guys can do, and if you get them all done kind of quick, you know it's good for you guys, obviously. And Ox here is assigning out a bunch of tasks, and he starts assigning them out randomly. Okay, um, so he's he's like sending a couple of you guys up into the ramparts to bring water and food to the guards, and he sends a couple of you guys to. Uh, one of you to go kind of tend to the prisoners and one of you guys down into the cellar to bring some supplies. Do you guys just do what he says or what do you do? Yeah, we'll act, I'll, I'll play along with his silly little games. Okay. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll yep. go check on the prisoners. I'll go into the ramparts. Or is he, is he doing it randomly? Yeah, that's kind of what actually, no, you guys got it. He sends um, Serio and Dry upstairs. Uh, he sends Mitch to go tend to the prisoners and he looks at Ginger Bashk and <laughs> sends him down into the cellar to drop off some supplies. All right. Get him out of the sun, that sensitive skin. <laughs> 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 Gotta be honest, this is not how I expected this this to uh, this to go. Dude, I almost, lit, I almost dropped my shit and fucking exploded right there. And <laughs> right? <to> do that. <laughs> like, With the try, added coins, I just picture you something. like Sonic the Hedgehog, rings going everywhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> suiting up. <laughs> so yeah, Bashk is given some supplies, take down to the cellar. Serio and Mitch sort of start heading upstairs. Dry, you head upstairs too. Um, Mitch, you're starting to bring water and food. Here, I'll move you guys to this other map. Well, we don't need to look at it right now, but you guys are kind of up around there. There, You find out that there's uh, bandit guards. There's three additional guards manning these guard towers. You bring them food and water. Dry and, and Serio, you sure, end you up on top. Take them? Do you have any arsenic left? Maybe you could. Maybe you could quietly take him. Uh, Mitch, you're up on top of this building, and you see that there are three uh, prisoners, um, two of them. One looks to be like a full-blooded orc. Uh, one of them you can't really see too well, but looks really kind of bulky uh, underneath the um, underneath his cloak. And finally, you, you see Oleg lying in a pool of his own blood sort of looking like Mr. Orange from Reservoir Dogs yeah. he's gut shot with an arrow Ouch. and just bleeding and suffering and, and his he kind of cracks his eyes open and he sees Mitch and he makes you right and his breathing speeds up but then you see that he kind of stills himself realizing what you're doing I'll lift the kind of rags of my uniform and kind of flash the hammer that's hanging there on my belt Nice. Oh, nice. his his metal yeah. cutting. Right. That's awesome. Meanwhile, uh, Bashk is uh, descending down into this uh, cellar. You're carrying these uh, these supplies, and you set them down. You start looking around a little bit, and you hear this um, voice down in the cellar, and it's like, "What is this? What's what's going on? Why is this happening?" Oh shit! And you get this weird like sense of deja vu all of a sudden you're hit with this like torrent this blast of water <laughs> just like <laughs> no fucking way. is that is that bear still down there fucking and awesome. this bear appears <laughs> behind you oh no That's and awesome. you get knocked back before you can think about it you begin casting uh your own water torrent in response and it does no good. And you are pushed back against this bear. Oh, God. And you lose control of yourself. What the fuck? Am I... Is this... Is this the scene that I got dropped into? Yes. Am I the guy that came downstairs? Yes. Oh, my God. You were the tormentor. Holy shit. <laughs> this is awesome. No fucking way. Is that me? Is that is that what's happening here? Am I, am I the tormentor that came down? That Bashk is inside this guy's head, now pushing, fighting Bashk, this Bashk into this bear. Yes. Oh Jesus, <laughs> dude, you killed that guy. I, yeah, I did. You're gonna a kill lot, him. like a lot, a, like a lot. Yeah. Oh Jesus. The other guys, you guys are kind of up and around upstairs. Oh my god. 
and you hear this commotion, right? And all of a sudden you look down and there's this bear and this old knobbly kneed druid beginning to run amok throughout the camp, raising alarms and everything just kind of comes unglued and like goes to shit around this camp. Oh my God. Well, that was unexpected. That is amazing. That's incredible. So is, 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 is Bash, Where's Bash right now? Disguised Bash. Is he dead? He didn't did, die, did right? Did you just make Bash kill himself? <laughs> oh uh, my God. You're well, fucking kidding me, right? I, that does, that is what happened. Oh, uh, Bash, you, the camera pans back down into the cellar as Bash Trand in his ginger form is lying face down I fucking in in the water. What? He's not dead, is he? He killed him. There's no and fucking way. He's not breathing. He, he's not he's not there. He didn't ki- you can't Bash is the whole reason we're here. <laughs> Mike didn't do it. Bash did it. Bash did it. <laughs> Bash killed himself. So wait, these people that are fucking with us in another dimension made Bash kill himself in the future. So when we got here, he would be dead. <laughs> Nugra the Druid is now run amok. He's taken on bandits and we're going to wait resolve that combat no. oh, here. Don't you fucking dare. At some point. At some point? At some point. So Chris and I are up in the tower, right? Yeah. Is that where the the cage lock for the owl bear is? It's nearby you. Yeah, you think you might be able to get to it? <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, you think you might be there's able a, to get to it? There's that. an old man, a druid, running around. I'm going to let the owl bear go and see what it happens. make its way downstairs and eat eat uh, Bashk's uh, ginger Bashk's dead corpse. body? You uh, there's no you fucking way, Mike. The, you hear one of the guards say the Staglord's father is out. Uh, He's Brad, you out called and it. about. What? <laughs> Brad called it. This is fucking ridiculous. Huh. I can't, well, Bask is not dead, right? What the fuck is going on? Bask is not dead, right? I don't know if he's dead, because he's like... But where is he? He Did he go back? Is he always going to be three days behind us now? Oh, my God. I got to listen back to that episode to find out. Because, you, I, no, Bask finished him off. Like, when yeah, he went down... Yeah, Bash killed well, him. He, went, he? he finished him <clears> off. Yeah, he was like... crit card and yes. took control of him again. And I remember at the time thinking yes. that was... We just let him bleed out. Yet. Yep. Oh, he my God. let him bleed out. Bled out. We I, I just let him bleed out and died. And you bashed. just killed your death. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> what? So wait, we got to fight this whole fucking camp? Just the yeah. three of us? We got Valerie. Ba- you got Valerie. Yeah. Bash literally had, had a feat that he's been saving since, since day one that he was going to unleash on, uh, unleash on the stag Lord that, uh, would have been, would have been cool had it worked. Um, huh. I I can't. Huh. I'm you fucking. Guys, you what? guys doing all right? No, dude. No, That's I'm not doing fucking all right. DM fucking move. Donnie I've ever just seen died without life. a fight. Oh, he had a fight. It was like eight episodes. Yeah, ago. Eight episodes ago, <laughs> and he lost. There were some decisions. Remember when I told you that Bash was about to make some? Donnie was about to make some decisions that would seriously affect the course of the game. Yeah, I remember that. You oh didn't say God. he was going to kill himself. <laughs> Might have left that part out. So Donnie's, Donnie's taking this way better than the rest of us are. Donnie's taking <laughs> what it. What are you well. gonna do? Yeah. What am he I told us d- he told us to create backup characters. I just didn't realize it was retro fucking active. <laughs> Does this mean so, I get to keep Dundee? Oh my goodness. Oh. So uh wait, what happens to Dundee? Well, well <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. We'll get to that. We'll think, I guess I'll have to think that through a little bit. <laughs> So let's return then the camera panning over now the the corpse, the dead body of Bashk Trand in his human format, just as you saw it with Tartuccio. The illusion fades oh. off of his body and Bashk is left floating face down in this now flooded cellar. Okay. And this bubble kind of emits from his mouth and goes up and pops at the surface of the water. And just as it's popping, time stops, freezes. And standing, 
sort of in front of um, Bashk's corpse is Nerissa. And she reaches uh, down uh, to the corpse and sort of pulls up Bashk's soul. And Bashk now kind of almost existing sort of kind of see-through kind of ethereal is kind of hanging by the nape of his neck in front of this very tall, very powerful nymph. And she says, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry for what I did to you. Wow. And she injects a little bit of life and consciousness into Bashk and then repeats herself. I'm so sorry. That wasn't, that wasn't right. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm pretty fucking far from okay. (laughs) (laughs) To quote other, um, other films by Mr. Tarantino. Um, yeah. So is, is Bash conscious for the moment? Yeah. For the moment. (laughs) Yeah. Is is his soul out of his body? Is it in his body? You're looking down at your own. I'm in my, I'm, I'm looking in. Yeah. And you're hanging kind of in her. She's kind of got you. It's not uncomfortable. She's got you kind of by your neck and your shoulder, and she's holding you up in front of her. Wow. And you're like looking around, and you're just sort of, you can't really move, but you can look around and you can speak to her. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I think he t- takes a moment to gather himself um, because this is by far the weirdest thing that's happened to him thus far. You're hearing the commotion. Up yeah. Above you. So, so I think he, he clarifies, is this, is this the scene you brought me to? Is this, is what just transpired? Like he recognizes it, right? He was on the other end of this and he, and he's like, so what, what happens to me now? Where, where do I go from here? You have a choice. I can leave you to your fate or you can come and be my champion. What be your champion? What does that mean? I need a hero. I need a hero. (laughs) (laughs) Other projects, other missions. We could get up to some things. (laughs) Um, Wow. So, so Bashk is, he can either go to be an extra planar being or an extra planar being time warrior. Yeah. Okay. Or he can return to his body. And his story ends. And his, oh, oh, oh. He doesn't return to his body and then stand up. He returns to his body and dies. Right. <laughs> well, um, hmm. <clears throat> so, extra planar quantum leap time warrior or death? Yeah, I mean, I guess with faced with those two, with those two outcomes, I, I mean, I think he... He decides to be a time traveling warrior. I, I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think he. You're good at this trend. You're good at this. Trusting her before obviously didn't fuck anything up. So why, let's, <laughs> let's do it again. Let's, yeah, no, he, he, he says he thinks about it for a moment and realizes that she's not going to let him go back to help his friends calculating his head as quick as he can hell as quick as i am at this point um maybe there's things in the future that he can that he can help with um maybe even during this fight with nerissa he doesn't know he doesn't ask um he'll i guess he'll deal with that when he gets to it but yeah i know he he chooses to go with uh, with nerissa light flashes in front of your eyes your vision fades to white and bashk trand leaves the story holy shit god damn it I don't huh. fucking say. My dog's even upset over here. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty not. I, I to be quite honest, I did not expect Bashk to um, leave this encounter. He he was going to leave it all, let it all hang out, and go for broke. And he's got three shock, <laughs> shocking grass spells uh, ready. Like he was, he was going to get into it. He was not going to be standing with the stag lord. You mean with the stag lord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like out. I don't um, know. Told you we should attack him outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did not expect to leave this way. Like, um, 
So none there's, of us, none of us players know this, right? <laughs> the, the player part of me is like, what the fuck? But the, well, the like the game player part of me is like, yeah, it's kind of a fun twist. Didn't see that coming. Um, yeah. All right. I'll stop talking now. Fuck me. How are you guys doing? You guys all right? I'm not talking to you. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a very one-sided podcast for the rest of the night. No. Uh, so we don't, we don't, we have no idea what's going on with Bash. Like in our brains, he's still fine. You might be able uh, to mean, put together what right, he so described to you. Because we just hear the commotion of the bear, yeah. like yeah. Got coming up bear, from the dungeon. You've and got Nugra in his sort of senile state and powerful state. Fuck yeah, running amok now. Maybe and, you put together that that was where Bash went. Maybe not. Maybe he told you the story of what he experienced, and you can put it together. Maybe not. Those are questions that we can think about if you guys ever let me run game for you again. Um, but um, in the meantime, oh my uh, god, there might be there might be a bit of a bit of a kerfluffle uh, next session as we work to untangle.